welcome to the GV Talks Book Show, where it's all about reading and literacy at Genesee Valley Central School and the world. Join us as we discuss book studies, additions to our library, and hear about the amazing literacy celebrations that occur throughout the year. Join me, your host, Lindsay Simpson, as we hear from our very own Genesee Valley literacy gurus and students as we celebrate literacy together. Welcome back to GV Talks Books. We have a very special guest today on our show to talk about an amazing tool that is being used in grades five and up for research and writing. Can you please introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about what you do here at Genesee Valley? Um, sure. My name is Nicole Norris-Hathorn, and I'm the pre-K through 12 library meeting specialist. So I see formal classes, kindergarten through fifth grade, and then six through 12 visit me some on a very regular basis <laughs> in the library. During study halls, they're allowed to sign out and come down. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, there are there definitely are some um, repeat visitors yes. that I see when I go in there. Yes, yes. Permanent residents, we call them. Yes, oh, I yes, like yes, it. yes. That's perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, you and I have been working um, pretty closely like the last year, year and a half on on mm-hmm. some tools, and this tool came about last year. Um, I think it was mentioned to me in a training, and then I came to you and was like, have you heard of this? Heard of this, yes. Um, and then it kind of went from there, and it is called Noodle Tools. Yep. Not to be confused with Go Noodle, which is also very, very cool. Fun, very fun, yes, but different. It's a different type of noodle. Yep. So can you share with our listeners a little bit about what Noodle Tools is and its application to our students? Um, Noodle Tools is a program that is basically it's a big graphic organizer. So when they're um, when they're writing or researching or um, trying to collect any kind of information, this tool allows them to uh, place that information into one spot where they can access it again and store it. Uh, they're all different facets of it that can be used creatively, all different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there are note cards in there where you can just take notes on them. You can um, do an outline of a paper and then eventually write that paper. It also helps you cite sources, which, which is, is a big one. That's huge. That's important. So it's a great tool to teach citing and um, to store those citations so that you can access them again. Right, because how many times do we do a project with our kids where we spend a whole period, two, three, or more on just finding information. Oh and then when it comes to actually writing our presentation or our paper or whatever, or making the video, whatever our final product is, it's, well, I don't, I pulled out this quote or I found this thing, but I don't actually, I don't know how to get back to that source. Right, I don't know where I found it. Right. I don't know how to get there again. So, I lost it. Yeah. Yeah, this tool allows them to take that citation and um, give credit where credit is due, which is important, something mm-hmm. that we're teaching, and also access it again so they can find it if they have to stop mid-project, which oftentimes happens, and come back to it. it it's just an easy button for them. Right, and I love how you call it a big graphic organizer. I think that's very appropriate. Mm-hmm. 
when I was a fourth grade teacher, I primarily did math and science, and then my last year I did ELA, mm. which was completely Different. out of the, <laughs> the wheelhouse for me. Thank goodness I had an amazing um, teacher pair <laughs> who like, <laughs> helped help me out. through it. Oh. Uh, I was like, okay, kids, here we go. <laughs> but the organization piece yes. was huge, and it was a struggle and what I've seen in this position where I get to work with multiple grade levels is it's a struggle all the way through. It sure is. And not only figuring out where to put certain information, but also making sure that we have enough research to pack a paragraph, depending on how old you are. Right, right. Right, so if I see a sixth grader who has a paragraph that's two sentences long, and then their next set paragraph is... 10 sentences long but it's all of jumbled information that don't go together right right they don't see the problem <laughs> they don't no no they just see well you said it had to be 10 at least 10 sentences that's what i've got right not 10 good sentences <laughs> or 10 sentences on topic even <laughs> right. you know they don't even they don't see that so no yes this tool helps them fill in those holes those gaps it makes it very easy for them to organize organization is huge in their lives and in their academics it's huge and uh, right now the age group that we're focusing on is even bigger it's middle school middle right. school students where <laughs> organization overtakes their world so uh, this will hopefully help them yes and the great thing about noodle tools is when it was presented to me it was shared as a tool that's actually started top down in in terms of education where colleges were using, we're using it, it. Mm -hmm. and then upper high school started using it and then all of a sudden you know noodle tools was like well hey we can make some tweaks here and there so you can actually start using it in lower grade levels as well absolutely and what's also great about it is uh, like I mentioned earlier it can be used creatively which means you don't have to use the whole program it's not a an all-inclusive you've got to start here and go through these steps it does lay it out in steps for you, but depending on what portion you're using. Right. So you can go into Noodle Tools and just use the note cards, or just the outline. Yes. Or just the citation. You can just the summary, just use pieces of it, and that's a great way to introduce it from lower grades up to hopefully into high school and even college, that they can use the whole thing to write large research papers. Right, so just to back up for a second, when you if you have not looked at noodle tools yet when you go in there's tabs at the top and it organizes the writing process or the research process for you and so that's what nicole's referencing with those with those tabs is you mm -hmm. have a dashboard you have projects sources note cards and paper where you actually start writing your your yes. paper which is really cool because it's linked to both google and microsoft so when you start writing it auto-saves that paper into either your Google Drive or your OneDrive in your 365 account. Right. So very handy there too because how many, especially middle schoolers, do we hear like, I, I started gone. it yesterday, I don't know, I, I guess it didn't save yeah. or I saved it on a different device yes. or, well, you can actually access this from anywhere. Auto-save is a beautiful thing. It sure is. <laughs> Thank you, thing. engineers. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So Absolutely. when we talk about using it creatively and looking at those tabs that's what we're talking about so it's um like 
Nicole said it perfectly, you don't have to start at square one and have to work through all the steps. You can jump right to the note cards or right to the source, whatever whatever the case may be. Pick and choose how it's going to fit into your project, into your need. Yes. Yep. And we're going to get into some of the different projects in a little bit, but before we go there, um, you know, we were able to utilize our local BOCES. Um, we are a New York school, so we have BOCES here. Mm-hmm. Uh, different states have, have different organizations that they might work with, but basically our BOCES is um, an organization that provides shared services for the districts in our region. So we were able to use them to gain access to this tool through a shared service and through a COSER. So can you share a little bit about that partnership with BOCES, how it works, and um, what that did for us to be able to use Noodle Tools, even um, you know, from a cost perspective or from an access perspective? Sure. Um, BOCES uh, does allow us sharing. That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. We, we buy into a COSER, and then in that, our district does, uh, we're able to share all the resources that BOCES has. So Noodle Tools was one of those resources, things such as online databases, encyclopedias, um, newspapers, Newsbank is in there, all different kinds of um, streaming opportunities are through BOCES, but Noodle Tools was uh, one of the cer- one of the um, programs that they purchased. And then in purchasing that, if you buy into the COSER, they push that out to the districts. So we were able to, I don't want to say at no cost to us, at no extra cost mm-hmm. to us, we were able to utilize Noodle Tools. And I have to imagine for much less of a cost. Much less, much less. Our COSER um, state aidable mm-hmm. we get uh, we get um, state aid back on anything that we use through a coaster yeah so much less the cost is much less and in doing that sharing it's not we don't have to worry about license agreements and can this class use it and can that class use it and you don't have access and you know what are you paying and budgets are tight so in do in, in uh, taking advantage of that sharing through BOCES our whole district is able to use it which is amazing. Amazing, and remotely. So you don't have to be at the school to use Noodle Tools. You can use it at home as well. Yes, and that, that's a fantastic feature. Anytime that I can put tools in the hands of our students at home, yeah, that is a totally. plus. Mm-hmm. And you know, in our area, that can be difficult just because of internet access. Yes. But if we can do it, man, we're going to try. We're going to try, yep. So we know that noodle tools can be used to aid in the in the writing and the research process and um you know as we talked about most would automatically go to upper middle school high school or even that collegiate level where noodle tools really started Mm -hmm. um but we are using it with some lower grade levels here not really low but what grades are you using it with here and how have you incorporated that into your library class so currently i'm using it with fifth graders they come to the library. Um, their teacher has asked that they get a book out from our that are that's reading quiz, which is an accelerated reader. Just means, <clears throat> excuse me, the book is tied to a quiz that they can take on the computer to check comprehension. Um, and she said, "How can we?" Uh, really make sure they're reading the book. I said, oh, I got a great tool for you. (laughs) We, Lindsay and I sat down with her, introduced her to Noodle Tools, just the note card feature and the citation. 
So we've cited the book, and um, because as I said before, it's important to give credit. And then with each chapter or 10 pages that they're reading, they have to write a quick summary of, um, of that reading on a note card. And then Noodle Tools stores that all for them within a project. Yes. So, And what an important step it was going through that source tab within Noodle Tools with these fifth graders. You know, citations as a fourth grade teacher was something I always thought of in the back of my mind and never really did because right. I thought they're nine-year-olds. They're not, they're not, they're not old enough. Yep. They're not yep. old enough. <laughs> they don't understand, and they'll get it later, right? Like, it's going to come to them, so it's okay. Right. But when you look at the progression of students through grade levels, they, sh they should be starting to at least be aware that we need to give credit where, where credit, credit is due, due, like you right. said. Yep. So when we went through that process with the fifth graders, you know, it was reviewing skills as easy as where is the copyright page in a book? Yep. And those are skills that you could start doing in third and fourth, fourth grade. grades yes. or even younger, yes. depending on your class, that could lead up as, you know, those are foundational skills that could lead to the understanding of citations. Of citations, right. So we, it was only in doing it that I realized, like, oh. They don't really know. <laughs> no. Those are the things I could have been doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Or be more purposeful about. About that. That Got helps it. me as well. It, as Lindsay is saying, a classroom teacher, that helps me as well as the librarian. Like, we really should look at that again. We really should review that again because they're not, it's not staying with them. So, right. you know, we do look at in steps, this is the author, this is the illustrator, this is the copyright, this is what it means, this is a publisher, this is what they do. But sometimes we do it once and then we go, we've done it, check, and we move on. And then it comes to a project like this and you go, nope, not check. We need <laughs> right. to go back. <laughs> that did not get yep. retained. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. so it was a great conversation and even though I don't think these fifth graders truly understand the ins and outs of citations, citations. No. they certainly are getting more and more comfortable of looking at that copyright, pulling out the author or the contributor. Right. You know, we've learned right. that term. Um, and they're getting those, those foundational skills, skills that later, when they're older and they're more mature, they will get a deeper understanding of it because exactly. they've got this base knowledge. Exactly. And I think that maybe why some people, including myself, were reluctant in the beginning to use noodle tools because you think to yourself, oh my goodness, they're not going to know what, it's like, what it means or what it, but you have to lay the foundation. You have mm -hmm. to start somewhere. Right. Right. You have to start somewhere. And noodle tools helps you start because when yes. they kind of revamped to bring it down to the lower grade levels, what they did was when you start a project, you can determine if you're doing MLA style or APA style or, or whatever. And then also if you're a beginner. I love that. If you're moderate, I think it is, yep. or if you're advanced. Yep. And so of course, fifth graders, we're beginners. Absolutely. It guides them through it. It gives them hints. You know, they can click on little question marks and it'll say, oh, don't forget, this is what this means. Right. It's a great, um, helpful tool to teach them the process if there's not an adult there that's helping them that's through helping already. Them through. There, yes, there are built-in helps for them. Yep. Yes. So when we look at these fifth graders and they're reading their 
quiz books and they've written their summaries on their note cards, which are digital note cards, so they don't go anywhere. And you can, in that note card, drop down the source so that that source gets cited. Mm -hmm. um, you had a very creative idea of how to then take those summaries and that summary of the book and create a real world application for it for these students, which is always our goal here right. at Genesee Valley is to try to provide real world application to make it meaningful. Mm -hmm. So what was that idea? Where are these summaries going when these students are done so that they receive an authentic audience? So in our OPAC, which is our uh, fancy card catalog online, through Destiny. You mean we don't have the cards we in the boxes anymore? We don't have the box. <laughs> beautiful boxes. You can't even find them anymore. They're crazy. <laughs> but um, within that, there's a place to attach student summaries so that when someone searches that book, they can then click on what Johnny said in fifth grade about the book and read their peers' summaries, which we know fifth graders, sixth graders, we know all kids, right? They're, they like to listen to each other, not us. Right. So we can say the same thing, might not sink in so much, doesn't sound so cool, coming from Mrs. N, mm -hmm. that the book was really great. <laughs> but oh boy, if my buddy says it was cool, then I'll read it. So, right, uh, what do we know? Right, so it's a great way, just as Lindsay said, to answer the question, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this? Well, you're helping me out. I don't have to write these summaries. I can make these books great and interesting. You read a really cool book. Let's get it out there. People will read what you say. And they feel super important to know that their words are in the computer and that a high schooler, who may be their idol, mm -hmm. can search it up and see what they had to offer about a book. So, right. Very cool. It is, and you know, when we mention that, you can see a couple uh, that have like looks of fear on their faces. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, someone's actually going Good to read, read my writing. Yeah. Um, which you know, it's a look of fear, but it it's I love seeing that mm -hmm. in a way because it means that they are recognizing that they are going to have an audience. Yes. That this means more than just something that they're writing, turning in. I'll put a grade on it, give it back to you, and you'll stick it in your locker, stick it in your book bag, stick it in the trash. Right, right. It's just something you know. that that mean teacher is making me do. Right. It means, no, someone's actually going to read it. Someone yes. out there is actually going to read it for years to come, for as long as Mrs. N chooses to keep it in the database. Right. You know, even after you're out of fifth grade or even maybe out of school, yeah, it could who still knows? be there. It could still be there. Right. So, yeah. Who, their kids might come read they it. Come and read you it. never know. You never know. Just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it. Those those fearful looks can actually be a good thing. Motivation. It, yes, yes, it could yes. be motivation. motivation. Um, and then you see those kids who are more inclined to writing, and they're so excited. Yeah, they really want to do a good job and add and add and add and add and note cards turn into papers and you're like nope let's scale it down <laughs> right which is a skill in itself in right itself, exactly. because there are Writing some who don't understand how to take notes nope. they just want to write books <laughs> words and words and words right yes, yes. we're not rewriting the book we're no. just taking notes yep, exactly. <laughs> so we've started here at Genesee Valley with noodle tools in fifth grade however we have some other grade levels who are using it too so um, I know you're working with some and I'm working with some yes. and 
there are some that are in the wings. They're just waiting for their time. Waiting for their chance. That perfect project that That's they right. think this is where I'm comfortable in this project to start using it. So sixth grade is going to be around the corner. They're going to use it um, more towards the spring in starting to look at those citations. Yes. Seventh grade is currently using it in a, in a wonderful Kautauk classroom, and the teachers are really enjoying it, especially that saving the sources. Yeah, that's huge. Yes. It's such a time saver. Yeah. It's such a time saver. And, and especially in the high school, when you can show a high school kid that they've done all this work, their time is so valuable. Mm -hmm. And for them to think, oh, my goodness, look at that. There they all are, and I can go back whenever I want to. It's, uh, it's very, very valuable for them. Yes, and one of the things that the seventh graders really enjoy is when you make your note cards, you can also make an outline of your paper. And so for this class, because they're learning how to do more advanced writing, yep. they all have a similar outline that they're following. They're not quite at the independent point of point creating yet. their own. But when they make those note cards and they have that outline to the right of their computer screen, they can just drag and drop those cards. Those cards right in. Under the outline. Yeah. And so when their teacher says, do you have five supporting details for that outline, or for that paragraph rather, it's very simple to be able to look at it for the student to be able to take so, ownership and look at it and say, no, I only have three cards under there. Right, so I've gotta find some more stuff. I need to do more. And when I was in helping, it was a wonderful conversation with a young lady who said, I only have one card. And when I pull it open, it was an article that was already split into three parts. Oh. But she put all three parts into on one, card. one card. So it's just teaching me or teaching where things should be. Right. Yep. And that importance of note taking of, well, let's look at this. These three paragraphs are about three completely different things. So should they all go together on one card right. or can we split right. this up? to expand our writing a little bit more. And that whole process is differentiating in your classroom. That's yes. allowing you to address the needs of your students that are at different places. And then everyone else is not tapping their fingers, waiting for you to take care of one or two people or going over things again and they're going, I got it, I got it, I got it. Right. They can move on. They right, and how on. easy too, I love that you brought up differentiation because I wasn't even thinking about that. But two, how easy is it then to say to a student, hey, um, I would like you to only do three details mm -hmm. uh, because that's where you are in your learning. Exactly. While maybe some of the other kids are doing five, while maybe someone else is doing seven. Right. And nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's all an individual project. It's not paper scattered all over the place. It's just working on a computer. Yes. And I think about we're also starting to use it in fourth grade. They've just started a project, and they'll uh, they'll use it there. And, All right. Um, uh, I think about um, sorry. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> the idea that it's going down to fourth grade it's going is down exciting to fourth, yes. in itself because that's where I taught, and that's where I thought. I could never do this. And not that I put a whole lot of thought in it. It was one of those right, right. like fleeting thoughts when you're in the, up in the class and you thought, like, I used to. Right, I, there's no right. way these kids will get it. Like, I, they'll right. get it somewhere else. They'll get it somewhere else. Yes. Oh, I know. I know what I was uh, trying to say. Sorry. Uh, that we decided not to have them write. 
just simply go right to the typing, mm -hmm. again, saving time, and right. this allows them to do that. Right, so no paper draft. No paper draft. Again, organization. Right, yep. which is a shift. Yes. So that, that's a great, uh, it's a great shift to see that we're starting to be able to use these technologies as an instructional tool and as a tool that's going to help our students get better yes. in their organization and, and how they're processing their writing. Right. So we have fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade in the future, seventh grade currently. The co-teacher in seventh grade is also the eighth grade teacher, and so she's excited, excited to be using it with eighth grade um, either later this year or next year. And then we have a high school group that's doing a capstone project that haven't completely bought into it yet, but that's gonna be my pitch. They're gonna, they're gonna, yeah. Because there's three different classrooms, classrooms, three different teachers, they're all working on the capstone together. And my pitch was, we'll see if they buy into it or not, but what a great way to not lose resources, not only from today's class of tomorrow, but from one teacher's classroom to another to teacher's another, classroom. Right. And there's a sharing, which we just learned about. Yes! Yeah, another great feature for BOCES is they will come and support you, yeah. give you tech support on it. Thank you. Um, so there is a sharing button so that once you put your project in an inbox, all three of those teachers, anybody who's working on the project that you've included in the inbox can now view that student's work, see where they're at, um, see what they need to still do, are they struggling, I've got it for you, I can find it. All yes, right and again, I'm going back to my experience as a teacher, and I because I feel like other teachers have this same experience. When you're doing writing, in my one year as an ELA mm -hmm. teacher, one of the most overwhelming pieces of it for me was when we would do these big writing projects, which I know are so important. I know exactly what you're gonna say. I would come home with papers Drafts and papers. To grade, to go through and you're like, really? Oh my gosh. I would be sitting on my, my you know, my cat would be walking all over them. You know, my husband would be like, oh my gosh, what, what are this? those? <laughs> these are our essays and this is draft number two or draft number oh, three okay. or yeah. I've got, you know, one year, you know, if you I don't if you have your own self-contained classroom, you might have 18 to 25 to go through. Yeah. If you're the only ELA teacher in your grade level, you might have 40 50, to 60 yeah, to 100, you know, exactly. depending on what school district you work in. I had 18. I cannot imagine how ELA teachers do it who have grade levels. Right. In fourth grade. Yes! So now bump that up to high school, you've got to check every source. You've got to check. Oh my. Yeah, super overwhelming. So it's... to know that Noodle Tools provides you a way to digitally share the process that you can go in and get a bird's eye view on their account yeah. from everything from how did they lo load in the source to what did they put on their note cards, how's their note taking skills, Our are outline. they pulling out direct quotations. Yep to what's their outline look like to their paper, and you can leave them comments. You can leave them notes right in there. Yeah, it's I thought one-stop shopping. Oh my goodness. It really is. That would have been so helpful. Yep. And a little bit easier on my back as I lugged home my <laughs> bags. Full bag <laughs> of all this stuff. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, definitely a great tool. So yeah, we're, we're taking it everywhere. We are, we're trying to get it in everywhere that we can. Yes. 
um, and seeing the benefits of that progression. So it, you know, as you start in fourth grade, even if it's just being purposeful and pointing out the copyright page in a book yeah. to then putting that into a source in fifth grade to then making some note cards in mm -hmm. fifth, sixth, to making an outline in seventh, to then doing a more advanced paper in high school, you've now created a progression of building blocks. That they'll use all the way up through. Right. And that is probably my favorite part of the program is that if you don't have to do it from step one to step all the way to the end, it you can pick and choose. Where mm -hmm. am I at? Right. What do I need? And what can it give me? Right. And it's really diverse. It a fourth grader may not use in-text citations. Not at all. However, our high school class probably will, yeah. and there's a spot that will teach them how to do it. How to do it. Yep. Really, really neat. Yep. Very so I, I think I could go on about Noodle Tools forever because it is my new favorite tool. Yes. Um, is there anything else you would like to add, though? Because, like I said, I could keep going. Um, we do have a book fair coming. Yes. Yes, second book fair will be coming. Um, it will be delivered in February, around the 26th or the 27th, and it will run through the 11th or 12th of March. Okay. So two full weeks Awesome. in February. Look for information coming home. Um, we hit those Friday folders pretty hard in elementary. We'll put stuff on PJC, letting folks know on the sign. Um, of course, it's open to all grade levels, pre-K, even before, all the way to adult. There are always uh, adult readings, cookbooks, all different kinds of um, sources there for pretty reasonable prices. Mm -hmm. um, great gifts, just great to get books in kids' hands. Yes. And. Um, and it benefits our school. It does. We, this book fair, um, all the proceeds for this book fair kick back to the library. So we get to purchase um, subscriptions and books, of course, and anything that we, we need, furniture, anything that we need um, can be purchased through Scholastic through the proceeds from this book fair. So we're excited about that. Jungle theme, perfect. Nice for, for our jaguars. Our jaguars. So look for that information coming home. I heard there was another event also coming up in middle school that's a very creative way to get their hands on books and getting them exploring some books they might want to read. There is. I'm super excited about book dating, speed book dating. Right? So exciting. So exciting. Sounds like fun. For the month of February, um, we have some... When love is in the air. Middle school teachers. Yes, for the <laughs> love of books. Some middle school teachers that approached me and said, hey, I want to do this. And of course, I said yes. It is um, hiding the covers of books and then setting the kids up. And just like you see with the speed dating, they have to spend so much time. They are going on a date with a book. <laughs> and they get to read a little bit, just a quick... Uh, read the summary or read a few pages to see if they're interested and then they move to the next book so really cool to showcase some of our books to get those kids interested again we seem to lose them at seventh and eighth grade they just their lives take a shift right they get busy with other things 
but we want them to know that we're still around and we still have books. Yes. That they can hold in their hands and turn pages on. I love digital sources, but boy, do I like a book too. <laughs> so um, we're excited about that. So we're in the planning stages of that that will be happening. Very exciting. Fun so fun. February is going to be a very fun month in the library. Yes. Um, book fair towards the end of February and yes. March. And then speed dating. speed dating for middle schoolers. Find find the book for you. Find the book for you. The love of your life. Oh, <laughs> I love it. So, um, so yeah, you know what the. What happens in the library is just magical because you have things like speed dating with books and book fairs, and then you have that whole other side of it where you explore research and writing with things like Noodle Tools. And that's really why, you know, go hug your librarian because they work so hard on providing all these different amazing um, aspects to your building and... It really, these things are not possible without your librarian. So go, go give them a hug. Yeah, we like hugs. Yeah, we'll hug. we'll yeah. Hug. They're not a hugger. Give them some chocolate. But that'll work too. <laughs> or both. Or both. So thank you so much for joining us oh, on. Thank you. Yeah, in this episode and just sharing all of your amazing resources. Of course. Read a book, read a book, read a book. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And to you listeners, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of GV Talks Books. We're excited to be up and running again. And until next time. From everyone here at Genesee Valley, we want to thank you for joining us in this episode of GV Talks Books. And to remind you that the journey of a lifetime starts with the turning of a page. Mm -hmm.